Hello and welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm your host, Geeta Joshi. I'm an independent curator, art dealer, editor at Artscene magazine and author of Show Your Art. I also work as an artist coach. And the reason I am listing all these things that I do is because in today's episode, I want to talk about increasing Uh, revenue streams, income streams for artists. Now, this is something that comes up quite a lot inside my communities, um, my membership. And, you know, also I get asked about this in the DMs, like different ways that artists can make money beyond selling their art. So for a long time, my programs have focused on selling art. But, you know, I myself make income through a number of different income streams. And I really wanted to share the opportunities Um, that also are available for artists to make income in different ways as well. And, you know, typically this is done through using your resources and through the knowledge that you have as an artist. So it's not necessarily about getting another job. And I want to be clear that adding a new revenue stream into your business, into your life, is not about retraining. It is not about... Um, you know, having another full-time job or anything like that. It is literally about adding income streams into your business with the knowledge of techniques, um, skills, experience, all that that you already have, uh, other resources you might have as well. And uh, let's start with like a really typical example, and that is like your studio space. If you have a studio space, that I would put kind of under resources. So you have this space that could potentially let you make other income if you choose to. An example of that uh, might be renting out part of that studio space, but that's what most people would typically think, right? Sharing it with somebody else and that sort of thing. Well, yeah, that's an option if that works for you. But, you know, you could also consider just loaning it out on an ad hoc or a seasonal basis. Uh, Right now, as I'm recording this, one of my neighbours Uh, who has a very nice modern house and they have uh, let that property out for a location, as a location for a BBC drama that is um, being filmed there. So they've uh, rented it out for the week. You know, there's actually literally trucks and everything pulled up outside the house. So again, like that's a sort of option for you, is it not, uh, if you are open to it? like uh, letting your space be used as a location. And usually these things might just be a few days. It doesn't have to be filming. It could be, um, you know, for a photo shoot, right? So that might just be a few hours or a half day or something like that. But the benefit of something like that is that it lets you do it on your own schedule. Like you can offer it up as and when you want, for example. You know, you don't have to have a full open calendar all the time. And another benefit is that you don't always have to do the marketing, right? You can list it on places where people are actively looking for, uh, you know, spaces to rent or, you know, studios for photo shoots or locations for photo shoots and things like that. I have a friend who um, runs a lot of online courses. And um, I know that in the past, she has actually rented properties on Airbnb as the location Uh, you know, they would use that property, you know, it's got a nice living room, it's got great windows, you know, the bookcases, all the sort of attractive elements of a modern property. And uh, that is basically the backdrop to filming her online courses, right? So she brings her own people in with uh, audio and uh, video and cameras and whatever. 
and they literally just kind of you know borrowed this house uh, for two days to uh, record an online course. So the the point is like why you know it not all locations are for filming you know network dramas. Um, as is happening, you know, at my neighbor's house, you know, it can be, you know, really um, that, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there if you have that kind of resource as a space. When I had the gallery, um, I had my main income was art sales, as you would expect. But I was soon kind of approached by other people asking to use it for this and that. And, um, you know, I realized that these were actually also additional income streams. You know, we had uh, women art dealers had a meeting there. Um, there was another organization that wanted to run workshops and they were looking for a space to do it. So we did that there after hours. Um, twice I actually rented it out. I think it was twice. Um, to an artist group, a group of artists who basically as a gallery rental, so they borrowed it for a week to have their own exhibition, which was not under my brand. It was, uh, you know, they just used it. So I did that twice. So these were like ad hoc income uh, streams, but understanding that you might have resources that can uh, let you open doors to more income, I think is really important for artists for a number of reasons. And one of the primary ones, what I have discovered, is that it takes the pressure off your primary um, income, I suppose. It is, you know, if your main income uh, that you are trying to or you're striving for is through art sales, well, we're not giving up that. We are still going to be selling the art. That all still coexists. Um, but this is just another revenue stream that you could add in potentially, you know, whether it's ad hoc, it is, um, you know, whenever you choose to do that or it is seasonal that you just do it at certain times of the year that suits your personal sort of commitments and schedule and things like that. Um, or it can be something that is ongoing. And again, so my point is that you kind of have choices of how you do it. Because, you know, I say something, you know, I've just given this example of the locations and, you know, whether it be photo shoots or for filming. And, and that might seem, oh my gosh, that, you know, seems very sort of... Um, over committing and all all these sorts of things and overwhelming and things and it really doesn't have to be um but just you know staying open to more money coming in you know through these different ways understanding you've got resources uh, experience that can be helpful to other people and i just find is actually you know just generally a good thing right we know that millionaires like when they kind of do surveys of millionaires they have typically like seven income streams, you know, and that's going to be whatever it is, right, whatever they're selling. And then there's going to be like property usually in there. And then there's, um, you know, uh, what do you call that stocks and, you know, those sorts of assets that provide a bit of income here and there and, you know, all these different things. And I think, you know, it does help for artists to also think about uh, growing their business with uh, multiple income streams, but at the same time, 100% understanding that, you know, art sales might be your primary uh, income, it might be your primary intent. But taking the pressure off art sales, like that um, burnout that artists sometimes feel from promoting their art or getting stressed that they're trying to promote something and nobody's paying attention or it's not coming and whatever, can be an energy that actually blocks money coming in. You get very used to the idea of it not working out. So how about you actually offer something else or just explore another income stream that just shows that you are open to receiving, that you are able to make money in other ways. And then that naturally is the energy you want to attract into your art sales. So I feel the energy of selling, um, the energy of being open and receiving to income coming in in different and various ways is 
uh, a really important part of, uh, you know, just generally a, an abundant life. So I mentioned that I have various income streams, uh, but we also have different models of delivery. So where I am teaching and uh, coaching and all these sorts of things, teaching and coaching being very different, but I deliver that in different ways, right? Sometimes those will be live classes, sometimes they will be uh, recorded once and they might have been recorded live and then they're available to be uh, purchased, you know, as a self-study kind of thing afterwards. Sometimes there are upgrades where you can uh, get, I don't know, some one-on-one -on -one time with me to actually go through what it is that you are doing or struggling with or you want more insight on or something like that. So that all these sorts of things that we do can actually be packaged up in different ways. So a really common uh, income stream for artists is like knowledge sharing. And if you're thinking about additional income streams, think about like what experience and knowledge that you have. Maybe you've already been asked about it. And is that something that people might, that you're able to sort of package up in a way that people would pay for? And this can be, you know, the most common one obviously is teaching and it might be teaching art. Um, and for most people that can be quite obvious, but it, you know, I would go quite niche on things like that. It could be very specific techniques. It could be using very specific materials. And again, there's all sorts of delivery uh, options on this, right? Whether you do it as a, a live class or you do it as a class over four weeks or whatever you do or one-on-one -on -one or, you know, with a group and things like that. But that teaching of, you know, something that you're really good at uh, within the art making is one option. But oftentimes artists forget that they have uh, skills, knowledge, experience around being an artist. So I've seen artists kind of put together programs like a journaling program about overcoming creative blocks. Like if that is something you've been through and something you're really passionate about sharing, then that in itself could become like an additional income stream where you maybe run a workshop on something along those lines, if that is your thing, right? And to find out what it is for you. Um, I have an artist friend who is always being asked for information about how to... Uh, she, she's based in the UK, but she sells at international art fairs uh, several times a year. And she's always been asked about how to do that. Like, how do you ship it? How do you pack it? What's, what do you write on this paperwork? Um, you know, how do you get paid? How do you translate the prices into that currency? What's the taxation you add on? Blah, blah, blah. Right, this is an experience she has. And again, I've been saying to her that she does need to like put that into some kind of a, you know, masterclass or some kind of online training that can just be delivered or, you know, turn it into an ebook or something that she can literally just direct people who are asking for this information and then she can get paid a little bit each time somebody needs that info. So, uh, you know, you could think around that, right? I mean, how to photograph artwork or how to uh, use Photoshop to adjust the color, uh, you know, um, depth and resolution so it looks more accurate and things like this it could be really really niche things um you know obviously for this these things that i'm listing at this moment are really a, a speaking to an artist audience but of course you know other things that you share don't have to be uh, directed to an artist audience they could be just much broader to a more general audience um you know art packing so we said about photographing art um 
you know, tweaking the images and all those sorts of things on, you know, particular software like Photoshop for prints. So these are small trainings that you can do for people. And sometimes they might be um, actual uh, services that you can offer people, right? It doesn't have to stay in the teaching space. It can be teaching or it can be just adding in new services. Next week, I am heading to Paris and I'm leading a, a cultural tour uh, for a a number of uh, artists and collectors, and we're going to be going around various fairs and things. So this is another income stream I have added. For the moment, it is just the one time, but I'm thinking about doing maybe two next year. So there we go, right? So at that point, it becomes seasonal. But these are live kind of events. We all go and hang out in these places, and we visit a bunch of uh, cultural institutions, artist studios, fairs, exhibitions, all that sort of thing. And this is, again, where I want to reiterate what that could mean for you is that you're not actually not being an artist if you were to do something similar, right? Whatever that is, like a walking tour of visiting street art in your local neighborhood or whatever. They're still letting you be an artist. They still keep you in the art world, but they're just extra ways that you can do something, earn money, meet people that are equally enthusiastic about the things you love. And it, I found that actually it is easier to call them in uh, because oftentimes, you know, with these services, with these, uh, you know, whether it's the group tour or the teaching and things like that, we're actually helping people get something that they want. You know, there's this saying that you've probably heard me say on here on uh, say on socials, which is like art is something nobody asked you to make. And there's a truth in that, right? Sometimes that is why it makes it hard for artists to sell their work because they haven't got to the core of uh, what they're trying to communicate because some, nobody asked you to do that. And when you are offering a different sort of service or resource or whatever it is, you're helping somebody get what they want. You're helping that other person learn that technique on whatever it is, like gold leafing, for example or you're educating them on the street art in your area if you're going to do a guided walk, for example. You're helping them get what they want, which makes that selling side of it oftentimes easier because you can speak to the reward that they're going to get out of it or, um, well, yeah, essentially the reward they're going to get out of it or the problem you're going to help them actually fix. So... You know, thinking about different income streams, I think one of the most important things I want to uh, get across in this episode is that it is not about learning something new or um, adding in another full-time job or full-time commitment uh, into your life or your business. And, you know, like I said, it really can take the pressure off uh, art sales if you've ever felt sort of burnout from that or you felt stress from only having that one income stream. So I have a new program coming. It is called Artist Income Expansion. It is a four-week program uh, starting on the 24th of October and I'm going to add the notes in the show notes, uh, sorry, the link in the show notes with this episode and you can take a look there. You can head over to Instagram and come and ask me any questions about it. And um, over the next few days, I will be probably making some more episodes about this and different reasons that artists should have multiple income streams. <laughs>